great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A lot to get to this morning. He got us in this mess, but at least the mayor is seeing the light of day now. Right here on WABC this morning, Mayor Adams uh, claimed that right-to-shelter law does not apply to New York City asylum seekers. And, of course, it does not apply to migrants that a month ago was trekking through Mexico and for better opportunity have found their way to New York City. There's no way in the world a city can be on the hook in a court of law. No way in the world for these migrants that are absolutely using us and taking advantage of us now. But it was just very, very refreshing for Mayor Adams to finally see the light of day talking to Sid Rosenberg on the morning show and to acknowledge, to admit that migrants, that they do not have a right to shelter. And it's important. It's important. And the reason being, because this can be the start of finally closing the door and saying enough is enough. The advocates were going to go to court anyway. Let them go. Let them go. But in the meantime, shut the doors off to the city of New York. So that's important. We're going to let you hear what the mayor had to say in just a uh, a minute or so. When a person is right, they are right. And I'm tipping my, my cap this morning to Speaker Kevin McCarthy. And here's why. He snapped at a reporter after the PBS reporter tried to box him in about pulling Democrats, two Democrats from the Intelligence Committee, and keeping George Santos on committees. You already know how I feel about Santos, that uh, he politically is a dead man walking. But remember, folks, Democrats started this in terms of uh, blocking people from committees. And now... Republicans have all the right to do exactly the same. Listen to the speaker. It seems like he's coming into his own, Speaker McCarthy, as he was addressing a PBS reporter. He's got elected by his district. So, Okay, let me be very clear and respectful to you. You ask me a question. When I answer it, it's the answer to your question. You don't get to determine whether I answer your question or not, okay? In all respect. Thank you. No, no. Let's answer her question. You just raised a question. I'm going to be very clear with you. The Intel Committee is different. You know why? Because what happens in the Intel Committee, you don't know. What happens in the Intel Committee, although the secrets are going on in the world, other members of Congress don't know. What did Adam Schiff do as the chairman of the Intel Committee? What Adam Schiff did, use his power as a chairman and lie to the American public. Even the inspector general said it. Interesting. And, uh, you know, that, that's what happens between journalists and uh, elected officials. Uh, some journalists feel empowered. It's a fine line of accepting a response and just ignoring a response and declaring that the politician didn't answer your question. So basically, Speaker McCarthy put this PBS journalist in check. And he basically is saying, 
you don't have the right to interpret my response. I answered your question with all due respect. And I say bravo to the speaker. Uh, I was quite impressed to, uh, to see that. Another story we are following this morning, and this one is going to be very, very interesting. You may recall the attack on then-Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband in his home, and my attitude was a wait-and-see approach, and let's see how this all plays out. And many of you said, said this thing did not pass the smell test. And as it went along, as the days went along, I slowly started coming to your way of seeing this, that it did not uh, pass the smell test. And so what's happened just a few hours ago out of San Francisco, a judge has ordered the release of the body cam footage from the hammer attack on Paul Pelosi. And so we'll we'll see when it's released, we'll see what it what it uh what it apparently um, has on video, but at least it looks like pretty soon we're going to get an answer uh as to what happened in this attack on the then speaker's husband in there San Francisco residents. A lot we're dealing with this morning. Of course, we are taking your calls 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. I have often said, I have often said, must listen to radio, Cats at Night, weekdays, 5 to 6 p.m., our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis. Also, The Morning Show, here on WABC, Sid and friends, Sid Rosenberg. So Mayor Adams calls in to the program, and he made news. The news he made is uh, in the tabloids, and the mayor was talking to Sid, and the mayor says that right to shelter law does not apply to New York City asylum seekers. That is major, major news. Now, the mayor said it almost matter-of-factly, but trust me, friends, when I tell you it is major news, I want you to listen to what the mayor had to say. We don't believe asylum seekers fall into the whole right-to-shelter conversation. This is a crisis that must be addressed based on what was created on this national uh, platform. And you know what, friends? That's what the mayor should have said day one before the first bus got here. He should have said, uh, out of the kindness of our hearts, the city of New York is going to try to help a few, but, but we don't have many resources. We don't have many resources to continue to embrace, to welcome these migrants. 40,000 plus, and that, that figure is uh, about two weeks old. So God only knows what the amount of migrants uh, here in New York uh, happens to be now. But the mayor should have said that from day one. The reason why it is important is because it says, listen, we have limited resources, limited resources, and we can only do but so much, as opposed to, he is the welcoming committee, the commissioner of immigrant services and, and, and the directors and all of these agencies saying, here, here's a cell phone, here's clothing, here's this, here's that. Let us take you to housing. Let us take you to get food that you like, not food that the rest of us uh, would gladly accept if we're down on our luck. We'll take you to get food you like. What the mayor is saying now, what he said to Sid Rosenberg is what his attitude should have been on day one, on day one. And this comes, this comes just days before his administration is expected to open its newest migrant relief uh, center. And so I want you to listen to a bit more 
And we're going to start with your telephone calls. A bit more of Mayor Adams just uh, uh, this morning, if you will, chatting uh, live with Sid Rosenberg here on WABC. Well, I know this. You're about to open up four more emergency hotels. I read a story, Mr. Mayor, about a soup kitchen in Brooklyn being overrun yesterday. So whatever we're doing, when I say we, I mean the federal government, Joe Biden, these other cities, and to a certain extent here in New York, it ain't working because they keep coming and we don't have the money and or the means to take care of this. So what is going to be the end? You talk about this crisis, Mr. Mayor. How's it going to end? It's getting worse. Well, well, no, and you're right. I don't believe our national government, I don't believe they are doing what needs to be done to address this. But New York City is doing what it needs to be doing. I've been uh, down to the border in El Paso, and I saw people sleeping on the streets, people sleeping in airports. I'm seeing what's happening in other municipalities. That's not happening here in this city. We're overrun, but we clearly lead, uh, given and per- participating in our obligation. We're doing our job. And, you know, people will critique that when I say, listen, there's no more room at the end. And the reason there's no more room at the end is because the federal government is not doing their job. But we have been responding to this crisis for several months. For several months. And when the mayor says we, the bottom line is that it's coming out of our pockets. And uh, let's start with the telephone calls this morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Let's go to our friend Mike in South Carolina. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Always good uh, listening to you, you know. And I'll start off real quick. Let's go, Cortland. Okay, let's do Uh, it. Now, what you just said about Adams. Adams is a uh, uh, empty rhetoric, a joke. All he's looking for, like you said, is federal money for the immigration influx that's getting worse. You know, I mean, what can we do? And what are you going to do, Adams? You're sitting on your hands, literally, as the mayor. And you might go down as one of the worst mayors, you know, in the history of New York. Hey, man, you know, you know, Mayor Adams, if I spoke to him, hey, put the boots on the ground, as the expression goes. Do your job. You know, you go clubbing and you make public appearances at, uh, you know, the World Cup and you make an appearance at the border twice. What have you done? It's empty rhetoric. That's all it is. And you're a joke. You're a joke. Things are getting Worse as the days go by, you know, Dom, you know. Well, well, let me say this, uh, Mike, in yep. defense of Adams. Remember, yep. he can't just completely exercise his will. He's got to deal with the city council and even worse than the Looney Tunes, the Looney Tunes in the city council. <laughs> he's He's got to deal with advocates that will go to court in a New York minute in federal court and seek an injunction. Uh, in fact, they are already demanding what he said to Sid Rosenberg. It, I don't, I don't think folks understand how newsworthy the interview was because what he said right. to Sid, what he said to Sid, the advocates are already saying, take it back or we're going to court to have you held in contempt of court. So, so the, the advocates realize, and, and, and so, so Adams, he, he did screw up in the beginning. He did, as it relates to the to the migrant situation. He, I right. guess, I guess he thought, I guess he thought maybe a few hundred here and there, and you know, I'll I'll welcome them, and it'll put me on the national stage, and I'm headed to Washington, not realizing what the reality was that that these people, that for lack of a better term, are pimping New Yorkers. Really, at the <laughs> end of the day, no, I'm serious, Mike. No, at the, I, I, at the yeah, end no, of the day, at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. That that's what it comes mm-hmm. down to. They're pimping us for housing. They're pimping us for clothing. They are pimping us for a better life. We can go on and on and on. Mike, I I, I appreciate your call as I always do. Thank you and uh, and have a good day. Let's go to uh, Pat in New Jersey. Uh, good morning, Pat. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I just want to say thank you for being such a voice of reason to all who listen to you. And you, 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 what you say is a voice 
I, I can't explain it. You have a way of bringing a normalcy to people. And well, thank I you. also want to say that with this um, Mayor Adams, I truly believe he needed to hear some positive reinforcements coming through. And this is why I believe he's stepping up to the plate by saying, and he's feeling secure about how he's addressing what we're going through in this in this country and in the city of New York. Well, well, let's 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 put it let's put it this way. Um, I'm going to try and put it in a way, Pat, a very simplistic way that everybody can understand. Let's say let's say a hand of blackjack, right? And let's say the mayor's hand, the first card was a uh, was a uh, a ten or a king or a queen, whatever. And the second card was a two. And so he's playing. The mayor's playing against the dealer. The dealer happens to be the the migrants and so on. And the mayor decides to stay on twelve. When the when the dealer's hand, the migrant's hand, is showing a 10, which means that in all likelihood the dealer has 20, but the mayor is afraid to hit because he has 12, and if he gets a 10, he's going to bust, and he loses. So that's what happened here, Pat. That's literally what happened. The mayor said, I'm going to embrace them. I'm going to do the political thing. I'm going to look like a winner. I'm going to look like the Biden of Brooklyn. Uh-oh, it didn't work that way. They listened to you, the migrants, and they called your bluff. And they said, Nueva York, Nueva York, we're going to Nueva York. And now you've got, thank you for the call, Pat, you've got all these migrants, and they're, they're coming here, and they're coming here, and they're coming here, and we can't afford it, and we can't afford it. And the situation is just getting worse by the day. Thank you for that call. Let's go to Michael. Michael in Manhattan. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? A couple of things. First, let me start off with Pelosi. I think what happened that night is he and his uh, boyfriend, the nudist, were having some glasses of wine, and things got out of hand. But like you say, the body cam should help us indicate what was going on. Um, <clears throat> secondly, in reference so, to so wait, 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 Michael, Michael, I don't want to gloss over that. So, because I heard this quite a few times before. So you believe what really happened to Mr. Pelosi was a gay relationship? Oh, you're very polite. Yes. A quote relationship. Um, and when he came to the door, tell me if I'm wrong. I think he was holding the guy's hand. No, no, I mean, no, 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 no. Right. He called. He he called the guy by his first name. No, I, no, 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 no. I, I I don't know about that. I I don't I don't know. May, maybe it's true, but I don't know. Oh, here's what I can tell you definitively. So a a, a number of media organizations um, appeared uh, in court uh, requesting that this video be made public, and the judge Stephen Murphy sided with a group of media outlets from the Associated Press, Michael, to the Los Angeles Times and the New York Times that want the footage against David DePap, the alleged uh, attacker, according to the San Francisco Chronicle. So now uh, let me just say this. As it relates to the documents outlined by police officials and so on, Pelosi, that is uh, Mr. Pelosi and DePap, were each holding the hammer with one hand, and DePap had his other hand holding on to Pelosi's forearm as the police arrived. This is what the police saw. According to the uh, documents, Pelosi greeted the officers. When the officers asked both men to drop the hammer, DePap pulled the hammer from Pelosi's hand and swung it, striking Pelosi uh, in the head. And so where we stand right now is uh, the court is trying to work it out to make a copy of the requested exhibits and uh, and the video to distribute to an attorney for the news uh, 
coalition. So, Michael, uh, you know what, Michael, let me do this. You said you wanted to make a couple of points, and I have a lot of calls, but I'm going to let you do it. But I need you to stand by. Please stand by, Michael. We've got to take a break. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. When we come back, more of your telephone calls from Staten Island to Brooklyn, Manhattan, New Jersey, and the Bronx. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are back and a uh, couple of uh, programming issues. Uh, One, uh, later on today... A great honor, a great honor for me. I will be joining our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis. Our owners, John Katsimatidis, Margot Katsimatidis, they are all about bringing New York together. And I'll be sitting along Mr. Katsimatidis uh, in the afternoon as we celebrate the Lunar New Year. That's coming up. You'll be able to see uh, segments online, wabcradio.com. Also, also, for the very latest the very latest on the uh, Harlem situation with the uh, the real estate developer and the seven hundred million dollar uh, project, Bruce Teitelbaum, uh, gone because one socialist uh, council member, just one, just one, said no. You can go to our website and look online uh, to my my latest uh, edition of my podcast, Dominic Carter City Hall, Dominic Carter City Hall, and uh, Rita Cosby, the great Rita Cosby. Rita is going to be taking uh, three well-deserved days off coming up starting Friday. So uh, I've heard you where folks where you say, so like, for example, now we have a full board of calls of telephone calls, you have said to spend more time with you, the callers, so I will be able to do exactly that this Friday, this coming Monday, and this coming Tuesday. I will be filling in for Rita, so I will be on the air with you from 10 p.m. all the way until 1 a.m., right before Frank Morano, so we'll have three hours together, three hours together. Uh, Rita will be taking some time off, uh, enjoying herself, hopefully, and getting some rest, and I'll be here Friday at 10 p.m., Monday at 10 p.m., Tuesday at 10 p.m., up until 1 a.m. So back to Michael in Manhattan. Michael, quickly, you said you had another point you wanted to make? Oh, yeah. Uh, In reference to the invader situation in these hotels, why don't they have video cameras in these hotels? I'm sure they do. What are the owners well, then let's go after these people if they're committing all sorts of disgusting things in the hotel, having sex on the staircase. Uh, let's do something about it. Now, wait, know, wait, 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 Michael, where are you getting this? This is the first I'm hearing of sex in the staircase. Where are you getting this from? One of the owners of the, I forgot the name of the hotel. It's in the, it's in the uh, 34th Street area. Okay, Michael, the where are you getting it from? WABC. The owner was on yeah. WABC stating this. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I'm looking at our producers. They don't know anything about it. I don't know. I, well, Michael, I deal in fact. So, uh, you, you know, and yeah, until um, I, I know the shoplifting allegation, but I don't know anything. You're saying, you're saying the owner no, of a hotel. going back about a week ago. Okay, but Michael, you're telling me, ago. wait, Michael, you're telling me an owner yeah. of a hotel that has money to lose, if you're telling me that this owner came on WABC and said that migrants are having sex on the staircase. Yes. Okay. Yes, well, I don't remember who Joe was on. Okay, okay. well, but, we, we, you know, we, Rome, Rome went down because they were overwhelmed. Right, okay, by, I got you. I got you, Michael. Thank okay. you. I got you. Thank well, you. I just deal in fact, folks, in absolute fact. Let's see here. Let's go Let's go to our friend Audrey in Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. What's on your mind? I'm sorry, but that was ridiculous. Hi, um, I have a comment, one of it, um, Adam. I was I didn't think that um this would last this long, but are they still being bused from um 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 by the governor from um a- Abbott governor Abbott governor Abbott from Texas? Is he still busing them here, or are they coming on their own? Uh, well, they they can't get here on their own, but sporadically, okay. sporadically, okay. Uh, the buses are still coming, and they're not the buses are not going to stop. 
But I, I mean, if if you're if you're the governor of Texas or another official, why should you? Yeah, because, because, I, I just didn't understand what was going on. But I think now it's a, a federal issue. And um, I applaud um, Adam for what he did, but he, he kind of got his head stuck in some mud right about now. But it's all going to work out, I hope. I have to correct you on something, if you don't mind. Go ahead. When I made the comment in regards to the um, anchor, the um, meteorologist that actually got beat up, yes. I didn't know the whole story. And that's bad for me because I, usually, I jumped on the bandwagon, like some of your callers, without knowing everything. But I think um, basically he should sue the parents. And he should sue her, sue them, and maybe this would help. Because after reading and hearing that story, that was totally ridiculous. You know, I don't get on, on anyone's side, and I want you to take me out of that bucket because I don't care if you do purple or green. If you do wrong, you're wrong. Okay? Well, so he should sue them. Well, uh, okay. Well, 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 I, I hear you, Audrey, and, and, um, and, and frankly, I'm, I'm glad that, um, that, that uh, I don't want to say you have any change of heart, because no, you, I, I, you you put me in that box. No, I no, I, no, 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 no. I didn't put you in that box, Audrey. Yeah. Audrey, you, Audrey, Audrey. I can play the tape. You no, called, uh, Audrey. You called up, and you immediately defended the teenagers all but on was, your own. I was saying I, I wouldn't have done and, that, and, and I was a bit shocked. I wasn't and, defending and, anyone. And, oh no, no, you, sp- Audrey. I, I, you're a great I'm person, re- re- there, right? Audrey, Audrey. Remember, remember, we have the uh, any anything that's said that I say that you say. We have it's all recorded. We, you know, I'm not going to play it because some people were very upset with you uh, because yeah. you because you defended the young men and right. and and you know and and I I just don't see how anybody can defend what those kids did. So. Hey, no, that was totally stupid. Audrey. And I suggest that he, he sued the parents because he didn't want to press charges. But someone has to pay him. Maybe that will stop and, and get attention because that's totally ridiculous. I can't imagine. But I, I don't think I'd have jumped in and helped her. You, you would not have jumped in? No. No. That's, no. And I just said the, the folks that sat there and watched, how dare you? Bunch of punks. But I applaud him for stepping up. But he had a big black eye now. But I hope he gets better. Yes. And and again, thank you, Audrey, for your call. And folks, remember, his face is the meteorologist, is his business. When you're in television, I'm not trying to minimize it, but that's your ability and and whatever look they're looking for. That is your source of employment. And if you lose that, it's a game changer um, as it relates to and, I, and as it relates to your employment. And I've told this story before. I was surprised when I looked at my contract and it said that, you know, I couldn't change anything about my facial appearance, that anything that was done dramatically, that gives the company a uh, time Warner at the time and out on the contract situation. Let's go to. uh Let's go to LQ in the Bronx. Good morning, LQ. What's on your mind? Okay. Um, uh, good morning, and uh, happy helping New Year to you and all. Same to um, you. I, um, my thing with Mayor Adams, first of all, the, uh, he should have been aware that May, uh, President Biden is the one that told them, the immigrants to, to come all come into New York City. So did Mayor and Adams. It, so did Mayor Adams. He, As Mayor a matter of fact, also, Mayor Adams welcomed them more than Biden did. Right, but he knew that President Biden initially went uh, or uh, let them in. Also, he should have been aware that they were coming into Westchester County. And if they came into Westchester County, I wonder when he think they were, were coming into New York City. It had to take DeSantis and this other person for them to send them. Well, okay, so, so what's the answer, LQ? The answer is that... He, it's like, uh, like if he's unaware of it, you know, like, uh, oh, I don't know that, but, you know, the answer is, of course, he's going to send, he has to, the president has to send money. He's the one that sent them in here. The president does not have to do anything. <laughs> the, the, the mayor, LQ, I thank you for your call and have a great morning. The mayor is hoping that President Biden does the right thing and sends the funds. And I, I do stand corrected. The feds have sent some money, but not nearly enough to cover the cost of uh, dealing uh, with the migrants. I, I get it. I understand the politics politics of it, folks. But I, I just feel that Mayor Adams should have went to the Port Authority. You know, he gets up early, right? And the moment the first bus was coming in, no, 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 I'm sorry. 
This bus, they cannot, they cannot get off the bus. Go, go, go to the next location. Well, Mr. Mayor, where do we go? I don't know, but you're not getting off the bus here. NYPD escort this bus out of town. Now that might not have played well with, um, with, with fellow Democrats. Uh, when Adams uh, has his eye on Washington and the White House, I, I don't know how, but he does. Uh, it would not have played well in that aspect, and advocates would have gone to court. But but if you're going to run a government afraid of advocates, good luck with that, because you will never succeed. The advocates, uh, the, these the legal aid society and so on, at the end of the day, they don't care that New York City is running out of money in terms of dealing with the migrants. All they care about is that their agenda is met. Their agenda being they want free housing. It's just, it's delusional. It's delusional. You can't give it to everybody. And you've given it to 40,000, 40,000 migrants at the expense of fellow Americans. Give me a break. John in Brooklyn. Good morning, John. What's on your mind? I'll be brief. First, I am. I have to credit Speaker McCarthy for showing that he's made out of, out of steel in terms of dealing with with that reporter. So uh, that that was my first quick comment about that. Then, secondly, and I don't know if you discussed this last night, but we need to follow the money insofar as George Santos is concerned, because I... We did discuss it. We did discuss it. But go ahead. I I suspect that he got his money from Russian oligarchs, and well, and, and he's not uh, disclosing it to the public. That needs to come out. Well, well John, I, I mean, I, I have to be straight with you. Why do you think I said on day one he's a dead man walking politically? You know, oh, oh, give him a shot. Democrats lie. Dominic, ah, that's what it sounds like, folks. Democrats lie. Ah, what about them? Right? Okay, you you, you have a point. There's no way George Santos is going to make it. The only question is a first-year journalist, a freshman uh, at CUNY or any journalism school could tell you this guy is not going to make it. Whether you want him to or not, what happens to the seat, whether Zimmerman, the Democrat, comes back, whether whether a Republican wins it in a special election, and, and that would be the, the people will decide, but that would be the fair way, if you right. will, the fair way, if a Republican is able to win the seat since a Republican had it. But, of course, our politics are not like that. Democrats are going to throw everything they can. But there is no way, there is no way that George Santos is going to survive for his full term in Congress. The only question is, when is he indicted? That's the only question at this point. I agree with you completely, but I, I will say that I am frustrated with many fellow Republicans and conservatives who are defending him, and their rationale is, well, what he's done is not nearly as bad as what Blumenthal and Biden did. What they forget is that at the start of their careers, Biden and Blumenthal did not fabricate their resume to to the extent that Santos has done. Right. And that's something they need to remember. Well, what what uh, Blumenthal did in um, in Connecticut is, is horrible. It, it, it's horrible. Um, and to be honest with you, I've never been able to look at him the same way. Uh, since that, you know, claiming the, I think it right. was the Vietnam service and he didn't serve and so on. Um, so, so the, the issues are legitimate to say, look at the other side, look at the other guy, John. I get it. And I thank you for the call, John, and have a beautiful morning. I you get too. it. Thank you. I get it. And I understand, but I am telling you folks that George Santos is not going to make it. You, you may want him to, you know, but, 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 but it's just, it's it, politically, it's just not, possible and you better believe mccarthy already knows that he's not going to make it the republicans are not stupid in this situation they they were dealt a bad hand they needed his vote they needed him to vote for speaker they had to uh to to honor their end of the deal and put him on some committees and now they just sit and wait for the indictments and 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 notice i said plural indictments 
because they are coming. Let's go to Bernie. Bernie in Staten Island. Good morning, Bernie. What's on your mind? Uh, Dominic, two points. If the meteorologist who had been beaten up on the subway had a gun, he wouldn't have been beaten up. Remember William Getz. That's point one. Okay, wait, 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 wait. And he would be charged with either assault or manslaughter today. So just keep that in mind. Okay. If he had a gun, he would have killed them. Okay, and then and, then and then and then he'd be charged with murder. Then the, the the person who's the police chief must be omitted, must be taken out. The DA must be removed. If the person who had a gun, who killed those teenagers who were about to beat him up, killed them, if anybody stopped him then they wouldn't have been beaten up. He should have had a gun, and he should have killed them. No, 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 he should should not, Bernie. Killed the police chief. Bernie, he should not not have killed. Okay, that's a bit much. Uh, And we don't advocate. Did I hear him correctly? He said kill the police chief as well. Okay, no, we don't advocate that at all. Bernie, you're done. Thank you. Thank you for the call, Bernie. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I will address this situation further as it relates to the weatherman, just as a to put a nice bow on this, and then we will continue with your calls from Manhattan to Brooklyn, New Jersey, and the Bronx. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Highlighting stories that hit close to home, from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. And you just feel so bad for these babies, these children. A battery from an electric scooter is believed to have caused a fire in the basement of a two-story home at 147-0772 nd Drive in Kew Gardens Hills just after uh, 2 p.m., according to the FDNY. It was an illegal an illegal daycare. One child was uh, transported to Cornell Hospital in serious condition for smoke inhalation, and uh, 17 other children were in stable condition. And um, just, just a bad scene, a, a fire from another fire from these uh, batteries from an electric scooter. And it could have ended up in a, a whole lot worse as it relates to um, to that situation. So hopefully all of the kids will be okay that we're at this daycare. And so um, the last caller just referenced the um, the situation with the, uh, the uh, Fox News meteorologist. And his thing was that he should have had a gun and that he should have shot them. But, folks, as we all know, you can't shoot someone based on what you think that they're about to do to you. That will lead you to face criminal charges. And it's horrible what happened uh, to the weatherman, but I'm, I'm glad that he didn't have a gun because if he did have a gun and if he had used the gun, uh, oh, can you imagine the headlines? White weatherman, black teenagers... And the city just doesn't need this right now. Right now, notice I haven't talked about the situation in Atlanta, the unrest in Atlanta. And we've got a big problem coming up out of Tennessee in which they're about to release the body cam video and the police have been fired, uh, an African-American man who was in custody and uh, independent autopsies uh, apparently indicate that he was severely uh, beaten And it's going to be interesting, though, to see how this one plays out because it's five police officers. They've all been fired. All five of them happen to be African-American. So the suspect is African-American. The police officers that have been fired 
are all African American. I haven't I haven't discussed that yet. And so I'm just glad that this weatherman did not have a gun. Can you imagine the headlines? Michael in New Jersey, good morning. What's on your mind? Dominic. Yes, go ahead, please. The uh, food that's being thrown away. Yes. Uh, have you, have you, We're have not you... giving these migrants plantains, which are green and look like bananas, which I know of. We're not giving them bananas, which you can get in the grocery store, any grocery store. We're not giving them mangoes. That you got to look for. Okay, Michael, I got it. What's the point? The point is they get, they refuse to adapt to what they're being given. Yes, but Michael, that that's almost a month old. That 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 situation is almost a month old, my friend. But anyway, thank you, thank you for the call. Uh, it is it is uh, appreciated, Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Dominic, I'm, I'm not looking to pick a fight tonight, but. That guy, Bernie, did not say that the police commissioner should be killed. He was unfairly hung up upon. He was a sincere old man expressing himself. Okay? That's For, number one. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. How do you know he was hung up on? You said he's done. Right. And, and do you know why he was done, Larry? You're making a because huge assumption. He he Larry, Larry. I, I really think you sit around uh, planning stuff out in your head all day long, calling the different shows. He was done, Larry, since you bring this up, because I was up against a hard break, and I had to take a break. Did you notice I took a break as soon as I was done with it when I said that? Okay. So then you're making an assumption, and you don't know what you're talking about. Well, if that's what it sounded like to me. Okay, okay, so okay but wait, but did I take a break right Come after on. that? Did I take a break? Did I take a okay, break? you took a break. Okay, so then you were wrong. You're making okay. assumptions. I would not That's hang up. With, I, wait, 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 wait. Larry, the same way I give you respect, I would not hang up on an elderly man. I was. I didn't appreciate what he said, but I had to take a break. Folks, you have to understand. I don't think he said wait, what you think Larry, he said. Larry, Larry, you have to understand something. This is a business. We have hard commercial breaks that we have. Well, I guess the breaks. You thought he said something you didn't say. Larry, didn't I just tell you I had to take a break? And if you okay, listen to the tape, I took a break. to the producer, oh. did he say that and that? And, okay, and, what's, and your, what's your point, Larry? What's your point, please? What's your point? My point is you're wrong on the criminal law. He had, uh, this, this weatherman had every, okay. he had a gun, he had okay. every right okay. to shoot okay. every Larry, one of those Larry, kids. Larry, 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 do me a That's favor. Right. I'm a lawyer. Don't Larry, tell me, Larry, Dominic. Larry, Larry, don't I tell don't me. Think, Larry, I don't care what you are. Because you're a lawyer, it doesn't make you right. You're wrong. No, I'm, no, I'm not wrong. No, I, okay, so what happened to Bernie Getz then? He was found innocent. <laughs> Bernie Getz did a year in Rikers. Almost a year in Rikers. of a gun. Okay, and, 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 so, and, and so if the so then, so Larry, listen to what you're saying. If the weatherman had a gun, isn't that possession of a gun? Well, it could have been a legal possession. Legally, he could have legally possess the Larry, gun. That was the, what the guy okay, was implying. Larry, I, I, Larry, Larry, Larry I, I, I try not to you're disrespect you. Okay, I find it very hard to believe that you're. Where, 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 where are you accepted in the bar at, Larry? New York State. Why don't you just talk to any criminal lawyer? Okay. Call, okay. You don't got to call up Jeffrey Lichtman, okay? He'll tell you. Okay, well, okay, but because a person is a lawyer, that doesn't mean you're a criminal lawyer, and it doesn't mean just because a person is a journalist, that doesn't mean they know what they're talking about, right? Exactly. <laughs> and you didn't know what you were talking okay, about. Okay, Larry, do me a favor. Stick to calling the other shows and not this one, because I, I don't have the patience for you. I listen to you all day long making these idiotic and, statements. Well, can I make one more and, point? No, you can't. Can you? No, you're done. Call the other shows. Please don't call this show because you're, you don't make sense. And I tolerate you because I try to have patience with every caller. But you take it to an extreme almost every single time. Maxine in Manhattan, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Uh, nice to talk to you. Um, 
I wanted to touch on Eric Adams. I think that this morning um, he is starting to see the light, but I think his next step should be he needs to go to all the shelters in person, no photo op, just go and just look and see how many migrants are being dropped off buses. They're coming on the Amtrak train. They're coming through Penn Station now. Mm-hmm. Um, they have people picking them up drop, and taking them to the shelters that they need to go to. They're coming back because they want to go and stay in the shelters on 42nd Street in Manhattan. They don't want to go to any other borough, but they want to go to Manhattan. They want to stay in Manhattan. Right. They right. make up. And it's, it, it, it's a shame. I don't know when it's going to stop. It's getting worse. We, it's starting to look like a national security problem because it's so many of them. And God forbid, I, it's, it's, just, it's just the system needs to be reevaluated and we need to do it today. Not tomorrow, today. It needs to be done today. I, and, you know, Maxine, um, what, what you just said is it's it's the comment of the day, and and I agree with you. The only problem, though, it's it's very hard for the mayor of New York to show up unexpectedly anywhere, because uh, an advanced team goes ahead of the mayor, an advanced person, advanced NYPD, and they arrive at the location hours in advance of the mayor. But I mean, maybe maybe they could pull the advanced people. And so you wouldn't know that he's coming, but it's very hard for him to show up unexpectedly. And one more thing. I I wish that they would take the people that have been in the shelter system for, for years and put them in the hotel and then put the migrants in the other shelters that the Thank you. Homeless people. Thank you. Thank you. And that would make so much sense because they wouldn't want to come over here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No disrespect to Staten Island, but I, I would put, well, Staten Island politically wouldn't tolerate it, but I would not make it convenient for them. You can't put them in, in the heart of America in Manhattan and then think they're going to want to go somewhere else. Folks, we are being played. And, and Adams is is finally starting to realize it. I mean, they, 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 they're not. But see, here's the problem. He can't just do whatever he wants, Maxine. I thank you for the call. Because the moment that he tries to get tough, the advocates are going to go, oh, no, we're going to federal court and we're going to sue. And so that's what's going to uh, happen. Let's go to David in the Bronx. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? Yes, good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Um, Mayor Adams created this mess, and now he's attempting to act like he's cleaning it up. But this is the problem I have. If he decides to not uh, shelter these people um, unilaterally, like you said, the people are going to go to court to stop him. But even if he succeeds – um, Abbott is going to keep sending these people, and they're going to end up sleeping on the sidewalk in front of every business you can imagine. They're going to be in the parks. They're going to be everywhere. This is going to make things in this city much worse, and it's all because Adams did the wrong thing in the beginning. You know, it's nice that he can say that he has an awakening. I don't believe him. He's in over his head. You've been following him for 30 years, like you say in the opening of this program, or he said. And I've been following him as well. This man has wanted to be mayor his entire life, but he's in over his head. That's the problem with Mayor Adams. I didn't vote for him. I didn't support him because I knew he was going to be in over his head. And this is going to be a huge disaster. And it's all by his creation. And he can point the finger at President Biden or or whoever or Abbott or whoever, but he's the one that's responsible. And the quality of life in this city has definitely gone downhill since he became mayor. And I blame him. I don't blame anybody else but Mayor Adams. Hmm. Hmm. Well, um, I I appreciate your call, David. Thank you for the call. And uh, I'm about to be joined by Frank Marano, uh, the other side of midnight, but I want to take one more call uh, first. Let's go to Ed. On Staten Island, Ed, you, you got to be kind of quick here, but go right ahead. 
it's a good thing the weatherman didn't have a gun. Chances are they would have taken it away from him and he'd be dead. Just because you that's have a carry permit, does, that, that's true too. Does, doesn't turn you into a trained law enforcement officer, right? Well, uh, no, you, you, you know you, you, you're right. And to think that because you have the gut, this is not Hollywood. You're, you're right. One of those monsters, uh, one of those um, animals, because that's what they are, could have taken the gun from him and used the gun against him and against other people. And that's a great point. I didn't even think about that aspect of it. But thank you for the call. I'm joined now by Frank Marano, the other side of Midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. So I got a question for you. I'm ready. What do you do when you have a caller that makes no sense (laughs) and calls up all the time trying to start a war, basically, and thinks that he's right? I, uh, look, I mean, it depends how entertaining they are. If they're entertaining, then I'll talk to them all day long. If they're boring and repetitive or they're on a bad phone line or they're monotonous and I drone on, then I I just, uh, I'll I'll talk over them so that they can't hear me while I'm speaking and uh, then, um, and hopefully say something funny or I just won't take their call. One of the two. Ah, ah, the the second option. Mm -hmm. The second option. So, Larry from Brooklyn, uh, that's the status that you call, call Curtis Sliwa, call Rita Cosby, call Frank Marano. My favorite is when they call and complain about that other hosts won't take their calls. Right. Yeah, I tried to call Curtis Sliwa. You won't take my call. Oh, what would you like me to do? (laughs) Right. Let me go to Curtis's house right now and 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 take issue with it. Well, Larry just took exception. He said that I was mean to an elderly man. Uh, I did know the caller was elderly. And 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 he said something that I thought I thought the elderly man said I thought he was advocating violence against the police commissioner. Obviously, that's something we would never advocate. Of course. And what Larry doesn't understand is I had a hard break. Can you please tell people that we have hard breaks that we have to get to sometimes? Uh, You know, I've tried, but uh, I don't know what to tell you, Dominic. And and when the heartbreak comes up, what does that mean? It means uh, that the break is firing off whether you're done speaking or not. So you got to wrap. Right. And so the producers, whether you're done talking or not, they are tossing Mm -hmm. to a commercial break. That's what they've been instructed to do. No doubt. And so we have got to wrap up the conversation anyway. And you see, I've eaten into your time now. What do you have coming up? All right. uh, Coming up, we're going to be joined next hour by uh, one of my favorite people. Patriotic artist and activist Scott Lebedo. He's going to be here in studio. There's a new documentary out about him. Brian Kilmeade will be here for our weekly chat. And um, Atlantic City media legend Dave Kosky will join us for the AC report. So a lot to get to. And so your lead call can be Larry from Brooklyn. That's right. I'm ready, Larry. <laughs> Bring it on, brother. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight coming up. But first, news headlines with Alex Bernard. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC.